0: Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Thursday, December 7th, and the Ravens are preparing for a game coming up on Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams. As they get ready for that matchup, we had a chance today to talk with the coordinators. So let's kick things off with special teams coordinator Chris Horton.
1: Good to see everyone today. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, we had a good bye week. Um, our guys are back. We're working. are ready to get this thing going. Questions?
2: Chris, um, obviously the weather predictions aren't very good this weekend. How do you prepare the returners? I mean, do you go down the stadium, uh, like, do you have them field wet punts? Like, how, how do you go about that?
1: You know, it's just it's just one of those things uh, that we're gonna have to trust uh, that our guys with their with their technique, uh, just just fielding that ball. But from a from a snapper to you know to hold standpoint. we There's ways we can work that uh, with the, by wetting the footballs and things like that, but it's a little bit harder to get that ball wet and then get it to the returners, right? So it's just one of those things. Uh, if we utilize our fundamentals when fielding the ball, uh, we're gonna be okay.
3: Anything in particular in a self-scouting, a little bit of time of reflection that, that's stood out to you, uh, that you, I, I, as much as you could share uh, about that for that you would take to advance going forward?
1: Yeah, I think uh I think one of the biggest things uh I really looked at I just wanted to see uh you know what was causing some of these uh these punk coverage issues. You know, and uh, I think it just went back to us just fully executing uh the fundamentals of that of that phase, you know, uh being in the right lanes, uh having the right leverages and just guys going out and make the play. Uh and that's that's really been the biggest thing for us, right? Um other than that. I think there's opportunities uh, when we start getting, uh, again, the weather's changing, uh, we get some opportunities for the uh, return game, uh, just being able to kind of maximize those opportunities and uh, set our offense up with a good field position. Coach,
4: now that we're kind of nearing the end of the season, more than halfway through with Tyler Ott and the whole special teams unit with the field goal and Justin Tucker Jordan's the how would you say their chemistry
3: has kind of progressed throughout the season?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's been good. Uh, when when Tyler got here, you know, uh, they spent a lot of time really working hard. Getting Tyler caught up to, to what we do to our standard, just from that snapping standpoint. But he's a veteran guy. Uh, he I think he understood. He's, he snapped in this league for a, a long time. But uh, as far as uh, their chemistry between those three guys, they're doing a great job. Uh, obviously, we you know we've had some we've had some missed field goals, but uh, those things are those things are technical things. Uh, some of those things, hey, you know that that 59 yard, that 61 yard. We look at those kicks. But other than that, I think these guys are these guys are doing a great job for us.
2: Chris, do you feel you have just maybe an abundance or a surplus of talent at special teams just because with injuries you've had to call up some guys and some guys get left off of uh, just the game day roster? like Josh Ross is a guy that's really good on special teams where you've seen, but you know, just due to the depth chart issues you can't quite get all those guys, do you just feel you have a surplus of talent at this point?
1: Yeah, you know, I kinda I kinda don't don't look into it that way, you know. Uh you know, it's it's just I always looked at it as whoever's out there uh, those guys get an opportunity to go play man let's go execute Uh, they've been here long enough they understand how we play you know obviously uh, as those things happen maybe the level of talent might drop off a little bit but but those guys can still go out there and execute the way we play football all right it's the national football league and I tell them you're here for a reason let's go play football
0: that was special teams coordinator Chris Horton next up is offensive coordinator Todd Munkin
3: that's
5: where you guys are as an offense today? Um, I think we've come a long way from the beginning of the year in terms of process and we've been doing things better. You know, Do we still have a long ways to go? Like, you know, in terms of just being consistent, um, but there's a lot of good. I mean, there's a lot of things we are doing well. <clears throat> and uh, sometimes in the bye week as you assess things, you um, gotta be careful to not overreact because you, you do want to clean up some of the things that you think you have a chance to look at and get better at and assess where you're at. But remember some of the things you're really good at and kind of try to build on that. Uh, we didn't see uh, LeVon out there. Is he dealing with like a sickness or illness? Uh, I think that question is for Coach Harbaugh. I'm not, I don't, it's, it's not my place to speak on players that are or aren't at practice
2: goes into scheming against uh, the Rams pass rush and Aaron Donald in
5: particular? Sure, that's um, what a tremendous player, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, just like every week in this league for a player of his caliber and, and the guys around him that have really picked up their play, um, you know. So it's a real challenge. They do a great job schematically. They're well coached. They play hard. They play well connected together which is important, um, so it'll be a real challenge Sunday. How much can weather affect
2: your game plan? Obviously rain sure. and wind in the forecast for, for Sunday. I think weather
5: affects uh, a number of things, but uh, we're still you know, a decent amount of time out, you know, but obviously until you get there, um, you know, you know, again, you're anticipating rain, you know, that there's a chance you're going to get wind. So that would anticipate it, anticipate your, you know, your game planning and uh, certainly your play calling.
3: How much is going against Justin Matabike help you prepare for Aaron Donald? Do you feel like, I feel so often I hear that comp is he's a young, up-and-coming Aaron Donald. Sure. Does that help this week?
5: No, I think that's a good comp. You know, I think from an internal player, you know, we've played a good number of edge guys, you know, for Miles Garrett to uh, Khalil Mack to, uh, you know, T.J. Watt. seems like we've played against a good number of, you know, edge guys, uh, top-end you know, elite edge guys. And, and now we get a chance and, and they move him around third downs. You'll see Aaron on the edge. And so, again, um, he's a heck of a player and they've got a, a number of good players around him. I mean, that, that's for sure. So it's a real challenge, but going up against Justin is certainly a good comp.
0: That was offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin. We also talked with defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald.
4: How, how was the bye week, Mike? Kinda. Were there any key takeaways that you took out of it that you feel like you can take into this next stretch? Uh, yeah, I think it was great. Number one, just uh, kind of recouping and, and kind of recalibrating where we're at and where we want to go. Um, things that I talked about last time, we were able to get those things. And the good thing about this week is now, you know, as we're kind of introducing the Rams and the things that they do, also through the lens of you know our self-scout findings with the guys, so uh, good feedback on there as well.
6: Mike, the
5: secondary's played at a high level. Now you get Marlon Humphrey, possibly back in the lineup. What's he add to that? What's he give you guys as far as depth and all playmaking ability?
4: Yeah, I mean, you guys know Marlon, and Marlon at his best is uh, as good as they come. So I'm um, glad that he's feeling better, you know, and he's, he's trying to get up to speed, but he looks good right now out there for sure.
3: Mike, what do you think about the challenge of trying to contain the, the big plays in the passing game with the Rams? They do a lot of deep crosses, and everybody yeah. talks about, Puka and
4: Cooper Cup, but we know too. Atwell goes deep as well. Yeah, I mean that's the that's a, that's a million dollar question right there. Is um, you know how, how they marry their run and their pass game with the, with the actions and the movements on early downs is definitely a, a big challenge of what you're trying to take away at, at any given moment. So um, they do it as, just as good as anybody in the league, and a lot of it looks the same with the guys. So a lot of a lot of it comes down to our communication diagnosing the play and then, you know, obviously handling our responsibilities. But with the with the formations that they create and staying in the same personnel is a little bit unique compared to a lot of teams that we've played this year.
3: Is there a situation, considering Odell's been with that team, where maybe you guys talk to him about the way that they do things over there offensively?
4: Uh, not really. We haven't really talked to Odell about, about them and how they operate. Um, probably should, I guess, but now I haven't talked to him about it.
3: What is it about uh, Puka and Cup? And, and these guys that didn't have the measurables necessarily coming out you know, to, be, to be high round draft picks and yet have come on and just been unbelievable in the NFL. What do you see as a you know, schematic and just looking at them trying to deal with why have they excelled so well?
4: Well, the, the things that, that pop off the screen to me that are unique to um, most teams is these guys do it all. And so they, they have our respect. Uh, they throw their hat in there in the run game. Um, they basically use like an extension of tight ends in the run game. All the formations are very condensed. Um, not all receivers are willing to do that and do it effectively. So uh, they're able to do that. It's very uh, unselfish of them, which speaks to their program and, and how they operate there. And then obviously in the pass game, you know they're able to get to the spots they need to get to. I don't mean I, I don't know how fast they're going, but they look, you know, they get to the right spots to me. And obviously, you know, great players and are able to finish plays and catching the ball in traffic. So. Uh, definitely have our hands full with those two.
2: Like, uh, maybe it's putting the cart before the horse, but you know, John Harbaugh talked about how, with the, the bye week, you guys had some time to you know, not just focus on the Rams, but do some advanced stuff. And with the connections, you know, with the, the Shanahan tree and San Francisco coming up, Miami coming up, mm-hmm. do you, are you any, any way looking at this as a kind of litmus test for the stuff that is you know, ahead as well?
4: You know, I, I wouldn't call it a litmus test because it's such a week-to-week thing, and and. It's hard to say, hey, we're going to do these things X amount of weeks from now, just because the team changes and, and what you feel like you're good at is it's just kind of a constant evolution. Um, however, it is good to know what's coming down the pike. and um, But I can I can assure you, the uh, vast majority of our attention was spent on the Rams last week, for sure. <laughs>
0: That was D.C. Mike McDonald, and in the locker room today, we also had a chance to talk with safety Kyle Hamilton, who's having a great season. He's actually leading all AFC safeties when it comes to Pro Bowl voting, so it's been a great year for Kyle. And he discussed that season and his expectations for Sunday's game.
7: I mean, yeah, I've known Puka, or I mean, of him since we were high school. We built that like all-American game together and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's coming to his own. I don't know what round he was drafted, but whatever it was, it was. Wasn't early enough and um, I mean, he's doing a great job this season. He's, we're watching film, he's doing a bunch all over the field. All of them are, they're pretty, uh, pretty versatile all over the place. You know, obviously Kyron, um, went to school with him. He's one of my boys and uh, he's been going crazy this year too. So uh, they provide a bunch of problems um, on their side of the ball and it's gonna be a challenge, but I think we have the guys to do it. It
3: feels like almost with Kyron, they kind of go as well you see, when he was out the offense, really just didn't kind of sputter a little bit with him there they can do a lot more how much is he the key
7: yeah he's you know, he can do a bunch he can pass pro if you need him to he's obviously can run the ball and uh, he's a great pass catcher out of backfield and I mean, I've seen it since 2019. Uh, we both came in fre- as freshmen at Notre Dame, and uh, pretty much best friends the whole time there. So it's going to be cool to go against him. Uh, we were texting earlier this week, just talking about how fun it's going to be and stuff like that. We've been looking forward to it. But uh, at the same time, yeah, I got to look at him as uh, running back that we're playing, scouting him, um, what he likes to do, what he doesn't like to do. And I feel like the defense as a whole has a good grasp of uh, our game plan, what we're going to do going to it.
3: Knowing him so well, does that give you an edge, you think?
7: Uh, not really, I don't think. I mean, if anything, I think we're gonna go harder even uh, than we were before because we you know we're gonna have bragging rights in the group chat and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, yeah, he's a great guy, great player. He's, I'm glad to see him doing well this year.
3: Looks like it's gonna be ugly Sunday. Lots of rain, windy. Defensive guy. That you like? Sign me up for that, or would you rather it be sunny and 65, and no wind?
7: I mean, it's easy to be like that's football weather, but. I mean, I think football weather is 70 and sunny and uh, not a cloud in the sky, but you know, I'm from Georgia, so I'm not really used to the cold weather stuff. But once Notre Dame kind of got grown out of that pretty quickly, but um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And- uh, it's been rain games this year. We've all played in rain games. So it's just another element to it But it's not gonna change a whole bunch. Does
3: the bye week do for you what you had hoped? Do you feel restored? Do you feel like all right you got this five game stretch now to close things out? Right yeah,
7: now? yeah, definitely I think it's you know at the beginning of the season when you see a bye as week 13 You're kind of like all right. It's gonna be a bit of a grind to get to the bye But now that we've gotten here to this point. We have um, seen pretty good where we're at. Uh, it's awesome to have that little break uh, going to the final stretch of the season, going to the playoffs and hopefully make a deep run. So, you know, just went home, chilled for a little bit, just got football off my mind and now I'm reset, ready to go back to it. Chris, Hewitt
4: told us last week, he said, you know, don't let the baby face fool you, he'll rip your face off. Where does that come from for you? How do you flip that switch?
7: I mean, I just shaved this morning, whatever <laughs> I had. I mean, I can't really grow a beard for real, but uh, I mean, I guess I've always kind of had a baby face and uh, I've had people tell me since I got my haircut that I look like 16. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's always been a thing. Uh, I blame it on my dad. He doesn't have a here for real. So um, that may be it, but yeah, it was, might be an advantage. You know, somebody might think I'm um, soft I mean more, or something. And,
4: uh, uh, I mean more the opposite. Where does the aggression
7: come from? Oh, that's going to be the whole backstory. look like a baby. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's really the only way to play, uh, especially in this league. Yet my Position, you know, safety, and nickel um, in the mix a lot. And you know, guys are across the ball, they're going to be quite the same way. So I need to match that, if not exceed it, every play. And um, you know, it's just controlled aggression at the end of the day and applying it when I need to, um, being cool and calm when I need to at the same time. But yeah, it's definitely time and place for it. So the question is, will you do that to Kyron? <laughs> uh, I mean, at, when it's we're, in, we're on the field, he's just a running back at that point. That's uh, my boy, obviously, but he's going to be feeling the same way. Kyle, those nickel blitzes
3: have been... Very successful
1: for you guys, whether it's you blitzing or Aqib or Marlin. What's kind of your feeling when you hear that play being called? You
3: know,
4: and you know you're the guy
7: that's, that's getting that's getting that's blitzed. Yeah, uh, you know it's fun. It's uh, I didn't blitz that much in college and in, in high school. It's that's the only level that I've kind of been blitzing at, and it's fun. You know, go back there. Only job you have is just go get a sack, go get a quarterback. So it's it's kind of like um, I feel like it's kind of like pressing somebody in football, in basketball, like hopefully make them nervous like make a bad decision something like that because when we disguise our blitzes really well and it's kind of a surprise to the quarterback when we do end up blitzing so um, try to keep them on their toes and show our blitzes and get out of it stuff like that but as a nickel i'm sure you guys are the same thing he'll tell you that it's fun
2: uh, the secondary's played so well all year, but it's been kind of rare for you guys to have everyone healthy and back there with Marcus and Marlon both in time. With Marlon already saying he's good to go this week, is there some excitement uh, that you guys can still hit another level just because you've got so much depth, you have so much versatility back there?
7: Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's uh, it's been kind of a the theme this whole year, you know, guys in and out uh, at all three levels and offense at the same time, you know. But I think it's just showing how deep we are. You know, guys come in and do a great job. Like, Chino is playing at a Pro Bowl level, and um, I mean, obviously before the season, nobody was expecting him to start. Uh, but I mean, he was called upon and he delivered. So props to him. Props to other guys that stepped up as well. Um, you know, like Ronald Darby. Um, he's playing really well at the same time. And you know, it sucks for Marlon and Marcus. Like those guys went down with injuries, stuff like that. But it just shows that Marcus is right here. But uh, I mean, it shows how resilient we are as a defense to just hold everything together and exceed.
0: What voting? Does
7: that mean anything to you to be, you know, the top AFC goal getter at this point? Yes and no. I mean, it's cool. Um, at the same time, you know, it's we still got five games to go until the playoffs are, and that's when our our season starts, in my mind, you know. It's just one-week season going to the playoffs, but right now we've got to focus on finishing out the season. Uh, realistically, I don't want to play in the Pro Bowl. I want to play the Super Bowl, so that's the mindset I think everybody here has, and it'll be cool to be nominated for it for sure, and I'll be thankful if that does happen, but not the priority at this point.
0: That was Kyle Hamilton. We also talked with veteran pass rusher Jadavian Clowney.
4: Javian, the, the, the fire that Kyle Hamilton plays with, the, the kind of uh, passion, the physicality. What what stands out to you? Does that stand out to you uh, about him?
6: Oh, uh, of course. Uh, the guy plays like his hair on fire. He all over the field, you know, sideline to sideline. I love it. I love playing with him because of the way he played the game and he physical. He run up and hit you. He can cover. You, you can do just about anything out there. And, uh, just like playing with a player like that.
0: Javian, how important is it going to be to get pressure on Stafford?
6: Oh, it's very important. Uh, I feel like that's, uh, every week we play in a game It's important to get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, we take pride in that up front, and uh, we're just going to try to do what we can do up front and get out of him.
2: Yeah, you've had a lot of good seasons in the NFL. Do you, it's, do you feel like this one, what you've accomplished, what you still can accomplish, has to make this one be one of your more memorable ones?
6: I mean, I hope so. It's just it's early, too early to tell. Uh, Got a lot of season left, playoffs around the corner. Uh, I just want to continue to play and to continue to be out there. That was my goal this year, to play in every game. And, and uh, if I said if I do that, I, I know I was going to have a great season. So uh, I just want to continue to be out there on the field and be available for my teammates and my coaches. So I'm, I'm working on that right now.
2: Why do you think this has been such a good fit for you? Oh, for both you. Uh,
6: From an enjoyment this, standpoint and a production standpoint? Uh, just comfortable. And Mike, Put us in great positions to make plays, and the guy know what he doing out there and lining us up. So you got a coach like that that called the quarterbacks pumped the ball, and give us an extra time to get there. And uh, we be making plays up front, and uh, that's how you can ask for. playing on uh, with a defensive line like this and a great linebacker core.
2: To build, to build on that, why
3: do you think that the four guys they added later, you, you Darby Millett and uh, and
2: Kyle kind of been the perfect finishing touches for this defense?
6: Well, you know, I can't tell you the answer to that. All I know is I come to work every day and prepare and uh, try to do what they ask for me and go out there and execute the game plan the, at the end of the week and hopefully come out a dub. That's all I can do. How
2: <laughs> do you feel physically at this point of the year
6: and did the bye week come at a good, a good point? Uh, I feel pretty you? good. Uh, I wish we wouldn't have had no bye. I wish we would have kept that thing rolling. Uh, I was just in the groove and you know, you got to stop and then start back up. But uh, I feel pretty good. I'm looking forward to this game and get back out there, and getting going.
2: People talk about your relentless, relentlessness out mm-hmm. there. Where, where do you think? Where, how, how difficult is that to have it every? You know, trying to do it every single
6: time you're out there. Uh, like I said, we got a great group that rotates. So when I get my opportunities to go out there, I, I try not to get tired and just give you everything I got and just put my foot on the gas. of many players that ask me to play in a row? How many times to be out there in the game? But, I just try to take advantage of my opportunities, you know, uh, so that's basically what I go out there and do. I say, I might not have nobody five or six in a row or whatever, but while I'm out here, I need go crazy or go balls to the wall so I can try to make a play, <laughs> so that's what I'll be doing. Uh,
2: Chuck, Chuck Smith said that only Lamar Jackson has had a more pressure on him uh, over the course of his career compared to you. Just What's it been like having that kind
6: of pressure, and how do you endure it? Uh, I feel like I put that on myself, the pressure on myself after the season I had last year. I got hurt at the beginning of that season. Didn't say anything. I played in Cleveland with kind of a bad elbow for that whole season. And uh, it didn't turn out like I wanted to after the year I had. The first year, I was there with nine sacks, turned around, had a bad year. So I came in this season with like, I just want to be available, and be healthy through these games. I'm going to go ahead and try to you know, dominate like I know I can. And I put a lot of pressure on myself and take pride in it. So I know people count me out because I'm 30 or whatever they want to say. But I just go out there and play, play my game and and give you what I got.
2: Is it it's an important time to catch me. Uh, you said that so your, your only goal this season was to play every game and, and remain healthy. Just what's been the practice of, of working on that and uh,
6: going through that method? Like this team and uh, Coach Harbaugh do a good job taking care of the guys out there during the week. It ain't too much. It's just enough to get the work in and uh, just get us prepared for the game, and he do a very really good job of that. Is
2: getting double-digit sacks in a season, is that is that important
6: for you? Of course. Uh, probably more right at this point. I want more. Uh, just just being hungry right now for me is, is the key. And I've got a lot of football left. Like I say, five regular season games. I just want to go out there and be great for my teammates and my coaches. That
0: was Jadavion Clowney. You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. If you want more to get ready for this game, head over to the Lounge Podcast feed. We actually sat down with running back Keaton Mitchell this week. Really interesting conversation with him about his journey here to Baltimore. His dad, who of course played here and won a Super Bowl back in 2000. It was a great discussion, so you can check that out wherever you get your podcast. Just hit the subscribe button to the Press Pass feed and to the Lounge feed as well. Make sure you leave a rating and a review. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow.